Welcome everyone to another episode of No Right, No Wrong, and we're going to be completing um, uh, the section on the uh, negatives of social uh, media, um, as in the impact of social media, um, the negative parts of it. Uh, for this second part, um, I have here with me um, Shewa and Wombi, and we're going to get right into it. Um, the next thing on the study we we're looking at by Mind, Body and Brain um, was that people who overshare on social media are less satisfied. What do you guys feel about that shortly so we can get to the next one? You know in life, when you hit a milestone, you want to do better. Say I today I buy a one-bedroom house. The next time I want to buy something, I have to buy a three-bedroom. The next time I buy a three-bedroom, I want to buy a mansion. So when you are in your relationship and you guys do something amazing, and everybody's like, wow, wow, couple goals, couple goals. You guys want to surpass yourselves, you know? There's this constant pressure of doing more than what we did. Ah, last time I proposed to her in the sky, the next, the baby shower must be in the moon, you know? <laughs> and then it continues like that. Oh, when our baby turns one, it, we are going to celebrate in heaven. And it gets to a point where you've, you've, you've topped yourself so much like you've done too much, you've overshared, you've said, oh, this time we are going to this, this time we did it in grand style, we have to do it in better grand style. So it will create some sort of um, pressure for you and your husband, especially maybe last year, everybody knows you guys every year for your anniversary, you guys are always doing something elaborate, something super, something great, and you guys are always posting it there. And then this year comes and we don't see any posts and everybody's wondering, <laughs> ah, they've gone broke okay <laughs> you know so that kind of thing can affect your relationship even oversharing too when you expose your partner's flaws and your partner's weaknesses online people start to see them perceive them in some type of way what you don't know is that when you and your partner have an argument or quarrel if you don't tell people they can't use that against you but once they know that oh Hey, last week this guy cheated on this girl. And then next, and you come on the internet and you're like, men are scum, men are scum. Oh, they'll still cheat on you. They'll do nonsense. Oh, ladies, <laughs> be in your own bag. Do your own thing. Do your that, that, that. And then three weeks later, you are back with this person and you are posting us. We don't be looking at you as you're a clown. <laughs> you know? And it will not also make us respect your man anymore. That man that you, you, has always been your high and mighty. I will not respect him because I know that, oh, at the end of the day, look at him, he's cheating on her. Or oh, look at him, he beats her up. Oh, she's, she's a clown. She doesn't even know what she wants, you know? So sometimes oversharing, both the good and the bad, will it makes you, because I explained the good part of going on trips and the bad part of, you know, cheating, uh, beating each other and everything. So share in moderation. I understand that sometimes you are so joyed, like, oh, I just got engaged. I'm excited. I'm, I can't contain it. So I want to share it out there, but it's okay. We love to see wins. We love to see your successes. And sometimes it's okay if you're too down and you want to share it, but don't make it a habit every single day, every single thing, everything that happens, like, hey, put it out there, both good and bad. You get, do things in moderation. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, what I thought about this whole uh, oversharing is a sign of being less satisfied actually uh, had two things in mind i'm like there are certain couples who overshare but it's mostly one of the two you know what i mean 
if you look at it closely, despite being a couple, there's one who's more into it than the other. And in some aspects, it could be a re it could be a call for help. You understand what I mean? Like some people are in very abusive relationships, which maybe they have started out as something glamorous and everything else, like it's an ideal kind of couple. But then they are struggling, or some one of them is struggling, and they don't even know how to sort it out. So at times, oversharing is a call for help that people may not pick up so fast. They will realize it way later when someone is already maybe destroyed or something like that, right? So in one aspect, it could be a call for help, and we see it as the instant, like the immediate kind of thing. We're like, oh, they they're so enjoying themselves, they're all that, but like. Maybe that's their only avenue of uh, communicating or trying to get, um, I would want to use the word acknowledgement, but it's, not, it's also not affirmation. It's like when you get comfort from people without, without them knowing that they're giving you comfort. There's like struggles like that, that are displayed as something good, when in actual fact it's not. It's like one might be struggling or both may be struggling, who knows? So that's the first thing that came to my mind. And the other one is, well, some people just share because they like sharing. They are just <laughs> yes. too extroverted like that. Yeah. And they can live with the, circums the, like, the consequences, right? Yeah. Like someone can go viral with a sex tape or stuff like that. It's very uh, out there. And the person like maximizes on it, capitalizes on it. They get to do something better out of it. So it's, it just comes with personalities and yeah. characters with people right so some couples can deal with that some cannot but you see the thing is when it comes to dealing with consequences mm -hmm. people do not know the limits to which they can deal with consequences like i'm talking about how how far can you stretch before you break mm -hmm. because even people who feel like oh i understand the consequences of putting my life out there mm -hmm. it gets to a point where they get to their threshold and they can't take it no more you know, there are some couples that when they were dating and everything, they, mm -hmm. they put their life out there. When you put your life out there, to be honest, even though you do, you're always like, oh, people stay in your business. People are in your business, whether you want it or not, because you've chosen to share your business with us. So we're going to be in your business. <laughs> no, I'll be there. I'll be reacting to yeah, it. It's your, not your life, it's, my entertainment. It, it, it's, 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 it's sad because... I, I feel bad for people who are, who go through that stuff because it's not easy to be honest. I don't think I want people to have an opinion on my life, on who I'm with on this day and who I'm not with the next day. But it, you've put yourself in that situation. When you first start, you're always like, yes, I can deal with the consequences. Oh, haters will always hate. Oh, lovers will always love. But eventually, it gets to a stage where you, you don't want anybody in your business. There are people who... Uh, celebrities, influencers, all these things that eventually they break up, they divorce. Not not all of them can come out there and tell us that this is why it ended. And you see that for years and years and years, people will still keep trolling them. Oh, what happened with your relationship with this person? So constantly, you're constantly hurting because somebody is always reminding you that, hey, your relationship with person A ended. You've not told us why. Even if you are trying to move on, you know, a thing about the thing about relationship is that no matter what, no matter how bad or how terribly it ended, 
there was a point in your you, you people in the both of you lives where you guys were so in love that you guys knew that ah this one is forever so when it ends it hurts even if you've moved on 20 30 years later there's still a void somewhere that people constantly like having people constantly remind you of that person will probably bring up that pain or that part of you every now and then so when it comes to oversharing to be honest it requires wisdom and another thing i said about at the beginning the last uh, episode we talked about like the warped perspective the lopsided perspective that sometimes because some people only share good side good mm-hmm. good 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 everything is great so when you see that they are getting a divorce you're surprised yeah how come every time they're always doing this that's when you just say oh relationships are fake oh it's a lie the good side they shared was real they, f- they were happy in that moment but because they've only showed us that they don't have struggles everything is going you see some of them even lying oh we never argue we never quarrel every time he does something wrong immediately he says sorry and then you you think that oh these people are you are rooting for them for life and then eventually things go sir and then people cannot come out and tell you why it went sir but you've invited us in your business we're gonna throw you and ask you what's going on <laughs> well um I'm, I'm thinking of um this same concept uh like the example that you gave that there reaches a point where they will eventually break but it's not always that maybe they break because of a disagreement you know some people part ways amicably understand like there are different consequences to people breaking up no, not some people about. actually break up amicably you don't fight but you realize that my path and your path are maybe not uh going on well yeah. we can still announce that we're no longer together but it yeah. doesn't mean one of us is hurting yeah. or probably one is hurting and than the other but it's still amicable in a way. Yeah. No, so, the break I'm even talking about when it comes to threshold is not the relationship. I'm talking about the extent to which you want people in your business. Do you get like the extent? Because when you share with us, we mm-hmm. feel like we are part of your life that, and we want to be in your life. And there are some days that you're just like, people back off, stay out of my life. That, but then you've invited us into your life. That's 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 why I said, like I hinted on the previous point that I mentioned, that I think there are people who just feel that they can live with with whatever that comes like they know there are times that people will be all over their businesses and they're not in the best mood but they still trust their guts that they can handle whatever shit comes their way sorry excuse the language <laughs> it does the thing. they can handle you, you, you think whatever they can, pressure but do you know how much celebrities celebrities suffer like when we are not seeing them do you know how much all those people that you feel like their life is great do you know the how pressure. much yeah the pressure do you know how much they cry what makes you think that um people go about getting cosmetic surgeries like Israeli celebrities is because we shame them a lot we're like we're gonna get to that <laughs> we're gonna get to that uh whole cosmetic surgeries and stuff in a bit um and actually we're gonna get to that right away since you're on that topic about um cosmetic surgery because one of the um things we're talking about the negative impacts of social media is body image issues Mm-hmm. Um, and um, since you were going to go right there, I'm going to let you um, start off and talk okay. about um, how social media impacts body, body image, image issues. issues. And you can start with the celebrity side and then okay. you can give your opinion on the body image okay, issues. This, the, the example I was about to make before was even outside relationship. I'm talking about like us as people. When we see um, someone like uh, Kim Kardashian, we're like, oh, your teeth is jagged. And everybody keeps telling her, oh, your teeth is jagged. Oh, your teeth is jagged. Eventually, one day, she's going to go get veneers, right? 
because you, you you're poking the insecurity constantly imagine someone always telling you oh your your teeth is not good your teeth is not good eventually it gets to you i'm telling you there's no body on this Absolutely. earth that it doesn't get to and then they go get the surgery and then we still come and insult them again and say oh you don't love yourself oh you are this oh you are that the same way they will, they will say oh look at her nose her nose is not good then they go they get uh, rhinoplasties or whatever it is and then we come again we insult them it's always pressure we're always firing at people always 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 projecting our insecurities on other people and we don't understand that these people we are projecting our insecurities on are also humans they also have feelings they also have emotions they are not immune to whatever we think they are immune to you get yeah, just because they're celebrities, they're not yeah, immune they're, to any yeah. regular emotions. Because even me, when someone tells me, oh, you've gained weight, I feel some type of weight. Oh, yeah. You know? So imagine <laughs> what the whole world telling me that. You get. So it's it's like, it's, I don't know. I, I feel, sometimes I feel really bad for them, to be honest. And sometimes I'm like, ah, but you did this yourself. But again, it's, they're still, you still have to feel bad that for them. But a lot of relationships that start off, like that end up on social media, not because of the people in the relationship making a decision to put it out there but eventually they're forced onto social media yeah we're gonna get to that and that's um yeah and, and that's you understanding yourself but i'm gonna get back to you because on the body image issue Shawa, you just talked about um the celebrity side but i want you to go back into a regular relationship yeah and how social media affects people um in terms of body image okay. in a regular relationship now, let's talk about celebrity relationships are yeah it's different something. let's talk about modern day body standard like the current one this is 2021 in case you listen to this five years from now and the current body standard or the current body image is to be shipped in a certain type of way you know have a specific type of uh curves to your body and if you don't fit in that category, you are not, uh, you are, you're, you're not, I don't know how to put hot it. Hot enough. <laughs> right now, the current trend is to be hot in a certain type of way. And when you are not that type of way and you're in a relationship with somebody and you notice that maybe the, the person is liking images of other people on the internet, looking that type of way, you start to feel some type of way. Oh, he's not into me. Oh wait, uh, you start asking yourself. Oh, since you like big things, why are you with me? Didn't you see me like this before? <laughs> before you, <laughs> you know, before you <laughs> decided to be with me, you know. Honestly speaking, I've been in such a situation where my boyfriend literally liked big bets. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I don't care. For as long as you keep coming back, <laughs> I'm not going to try and bother myself because you think that's what you want, but you can't get it. It's like you're trying to reach out for the mango, the topest part of the tree, the yellow mango, when you can only get the green ones. So you got to deal with the green ones until you can afford to get the yellow ones. Yeah, but that's the thing. Even, and it's not just even females, but it's yeah, males too. It's because you see girls standing, saying things like, I cannot date a guy if he's not 6'5". Mm-hmm. So the people that are 6'5 and below, what should they do? You know, good, this yeah, <laughs> that's so true. What should they do? Because that's so I true. mean, some things you can fix. Oh, mm-hmm. you don't have a big butt, you can go get a lipo and all these things, but you can't add to your height. There hasn't come up with that surgery where there's like some really drastic bone extension and skin extension. So, what should they do? 
I'll know. be hearing, oh, if he's not, um, I don't, I want to keep it PG here, but like, mm-hmm. oh, I only, I only go for light skin guys, I only go for dark skin guys, and and it's okay for you as a person to have your preference. So I'm saying, low key, everybody does, yeah, and you. I, I expect that we as human beings should be respectful of our preferences and keep it to ourselves and not shove it down on other people. Um, some of you might not know me. I'm not the fattest or thickest person on the planet, but I've heard a, someone saying that, you know, it, I wasn't even in the conversation that day. They were talking about me somewhere and my name came up. And it, I think one of the girls asked the guys that, oh, can you date me like shower can you do shower and the person was like oh that skinny bone you know you don't have to put me down because i'm not your i'm not your, your type yeah i'm not your cup of tea and that's okay i i agree I, you, I cannot be everybody's cup of tea no everybody cannot be my cup of tea but you don't need to put other people down to to yeah to prove to your point yeah to en- enhance your preferences it's okay if you like um guys that are six five it's normal you but you don't need to now make uh, people who are not six five feel like they are inadequate or they are not human beings. You can just tell them, "Oh, I'm not into you," or "I'm ne- never anything." Funny enough, the person that even spoke to me like that in a million years, I can never see. I couldn't even before I heard what the person said about me. The person is not my spec. The person is not the type of person I would date to. But I don't go about saying that, saying you know, ill things or negative things about the person just because the person is not my type. It's just what it is. We are not just attracted to each other, and that's okay. And we can keep it respectful. Some guys are into people that look like me. Like they, 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 they love some of us slim, and some people love them thick, and that's okay. And we, the body image issue thing. Just know that if you are someone who cannot be with a particular type of person, don't be with them and then start making them feel that type of way. Don't always remind them, oh, your uh, chest is so small. You saw that before you entered the relationship, you know. You don't need to remind them. Mm-hmm. If you know that all you are you care about is chest, you should have gotten someone with watermelons before coming to people with cherries, you know. If that means. <laughs> well, yeah. No, it makes sense. I'm, we're we're going to get um, Rumbi to oh, give her take. Sorry. I'm, I'm just thinking, like, how, how can people actually get to have real discussions as a couple, right, or in a relationship? where you get to i wouldn't i wouldn't also want to say explain your preferences because how did you end up with a person before you even realized your preferences it's like a bit disrespectful for a partner if i'm is that a question or a comment i need to just clear i'm not sure if it's a question or comment but i think it's a it's more like a comment or like it's it's a rhetoric it's like yeah, it's very disrespectful to hear something from your partner, uh, which is about your body, because there's literally nothing I can change about myself, and it can end up um, affecting someone's confidence, someone's way of feeling about themselves. So I think it's always something that people need to be careful about, be it on social media or off social media, that you 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 need to appreciate what you have and who you have, and no need to hide that or say it in a pan way like shouldn't okay. be like that. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna respond. You guys have said uh, most of most of the important points when it comes to body um, image issues. 
Um, the first one um, is there was a part of the conversation where you talked about the fact that you. Okay, so um, I'm going to get to what you were saying, Rumbi, about um, picking somebody that you are not physically um, attracted to and you're attracted to something else. I think that is where we need to be having conversations, which is still the same thing on this, and honest conversations and stop deceiving ourselves. Um, most of the times that people are in a relationship, it's not both people that chose each other. A lot of people at that point in time is taking what they can get and we need to be very realistic about this um, about that um, because you're saying why did the person come Let, let's just be clear if he had the options that you assume that the person had probably the person wouldn't be with you um, and we need to appreciate the fact that the same reason why the person is there with you right um, and if the person is useful in your life right that um that not having all that options you need to appreciate the fact that that also makes you um very valuable and what i mean by that is a lot of relationships today are done one-sided it's usually one person chooses the other person and the other person is just taking what they can and what happens with that is a lot of this happens and a lot of all these um, insecurities actually um show up and conversations need to be had and they have to be real. Um, 80% of the time, we are not always going to get exactly what we want. You can dream, you can fantasize, you can do whatever you want. And you, you have to realize that who you are is not exactly what that person wants. And what that person is, is not exactly what they want. Um, compromises are being made for the more important things that you're actually looking for. And those honest conversations would allow um, more understanding. And in a situation where both parties have options and they choose each other, that usually would result, in my opinion, in a more healthy relationship. Because at that point, you had options. And if I was picking you, that just shows that out of all of them, you had the most qualities that I wanted. And in a lot of cases, and I think I'm very confident when I say this, in a lot of relationships, there's just one person getting um what they want and in most situations or in some situations both of you are not even getting exactly what you wanted you're just both in there to just cover time for the relationships here yeah, that, that's called settling so i think if if a relationship is based on settling or one person is settling then they have to live with what they settled for there's no need for you to settle for me if you know i'm not really what you wanted so there's no need for you to be uh, insulting my body image or attacking my body image when you know you're settling. You know what I mean? Like, if you could, if you could, which you couldn't, you would have gotten better. But because you made a decision to settle, or one of us made a decision to settle, we should keep it healthy and make sure that we respect each other and try and appreciate the other as they are. And I like that, what, what you say because it's reality that's reality you can't get what you what you have you don't always get what you want right but you also need to also learn the other part of respecting what you get um i, I would just respond this quickly before i go back to what Cheryl said um and i would make a statement here that might not be very popular but um in my opinion um and this is just me it's probably not right <laughs> but <laughs> 
in my opinion, settling really does not exist. It's um, it's an English construct that we use to feel better about ourselves or the other person uses. Because um, what you call in settling is you are not settling or the other person is not settling. It's exactly what you deserve. And what I mean by that is um, we have this um, idea that um, if you don't have options, then why are you calling it settling? Because you don't have options. Exactly. So it's not settling. Yeah, settling. It's, it's exactly your value. You don't have options. You you might actually be able to have options. So just, just listen to my train of thought here. You, you might actually be someone that should have options. So why don't you have options? Siti, let me give you an example. I, maybe back in Nigeria, um, mm -hmm. I, I was a medical doctor. Yeah. And then I moved to Canada. Yeah. I'm trying to get into the medical system. Yeah. Right. And I'm, I'm not able to on time. To be honest, it's, and it's reality. There's so many doctors in Ontario who, who are cab drivers. Yeah. Right. They could have chosen to stay and you know wait and just uh, endure and just keep hoping that one day they will get called to you know start working in the hospital but bills have to be paid things have to go on so they settle to become cab drivers do they really want to be cab drivers no is that what they want for themselves no if they had um the chance to work in a hospital they'll probably pick that right over being a cab driver and there are people who have the options to say that, oh, I'm probably going to wait it out till I'm able to get into the hospital. Maybe they've made enough, they've come with enough money, enough cash to sustain them for however many years it's going to take them. Or someone who didn't really come with a lot of money and the bills needs to be paid. So they are doing, they are being a cab driver at the moment. That's not their value because they, they have a degree in medicine. They've practiced it. They have what it takes to be a doctor. It's just that the system is not working in their favor right now. And I'm telling you that no doctor will appreciate being a cab driver when that's not what they want for them. Okay. I would respond to this and just give me a minute to explain myself. Because when you said their value, um, this is the problem. That doctor's value is very high in Nigeria, for example. And that's why they were living good before they moved to Canada. Unfortunately for them, the standard in Canada is different their value drops until they meet the requirements for a doctor in Canada. So that same thing you're calling settling, they are not settling because if they went to apply for a doctor's job, there will be requirements based on Canadian standard for that doctor that they need to fulfill, which means that they are not qualified yet in Canada to do the, until they finish those programs. So it's being called settling to make yourself feel good that you're a doctor, but you've, um, the most important thing about that is that you've moved from Nigeria to Canada and the standards are now different. Your degree in the Nigerian university is not seen the same way in the Canadian university. So that whole idea of settling in this situation is based on you trying to feel, I'm a doctor. But the important thing you missed out is all your qualifications and experience and um, documents is based on the standards in Nigeria. Now, Canada is asking you for a different standard. It doesn't mean that you can't get to the value of a doctor. You already have a better ground than most. But what's now happening is that you have to be a cab driver 
to get to the qualifications expected by Canada. So that person that's not happy being a cab driver, the whole idea that they are settling, not exactly because um, they don't actually um, have um, the qualifications needed in Canada. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I, I'm just going to ask you, CT, to kind of relate this example or your argument for settling into a relationship set, set up or situation. Like, give me an example where you think you end up having a girl without curves when you wanted a girl with curves and you don't call it settling. Like, what? what? Uh, okay, yeah. Play out um, you? I'm going to try to explain that. Um, I'm going to try to the best of my ability to explain that. And what I mean by that is you said you want a girl with curves and you didn't get it and and you're calling that not settling the fact that you want something doesn't mean that you can have it and what that means is when you don't have options that tells you right away that you want you have not gotten to what the people with curves want and yeah you, and you and, ended up with and then you ended up because you're, you're you're with what you can and there's nothing That's wrong with what you can. The problem is why I'm actually, I, I don't have a problem with you calling it settling because the English language probably defines it to what you're saying. Um, the only point I'm trying to explain about settling is that there's nothing negative about the word settling. And that's in my opinion. I know some people will use settling in a negative term. They use it to degrade or, um, or say that they are not where they need to be. You're exactly where you should be because in the example that Shewa gave about being a doctor we're not going to change the rule for you based for the qualifications to be a doctor right um just because you were a doctor in a different country that's where you should be coming into the country for the first time is do a job that you, you have a skill in and then get what it takes to in the in canada be a doctor um, in the case of the um relationship one you said the fact that you don't have options already tells us a lot about what you need to do now you need to actually work on having options what are the people you want looking for and you actually need to go get that and when you do get that you will now be picking and choosing um, based on what you want and you wouldn't have this issue and i'm just going to finish up the settling part why i said settling is not a negative thing because the fact is we are trying to jump too many steps to get to the top. While you're getting to the uh, what you want, this is um, what you have. And you might as well appreciate that, love it. And that could actually be exactly what you want when you get to the top. Right? Um, and you. that's why I say thank settling, in my opinion, is not exactly a negative well, thing. But I see it used negatively. Well, yeah, yeah. Thank you for clarifying on that one. Because I was thinking about... Uh, where this whole thing came from because we were talking about body shaming or, or body attacking right so if my guy ends up attacking my image when he wanted something better and then you had explained it in a way that it's, it's because that's what yeah that that's what he could get it means he settled so i don't know if you would put it in a negative way or in a positive way but i was trying to drive it that or i used the, the term settle because that was kind of uh, coming to me as if it's a way of trying to not condone but justify why someone could end up telling someone that they are, I don't like your body type or whatever, whatever. So be it what it may, 
the the facts still remains the same. There's no need for us to be like body shaming our partners. Right? No. Let's let's just value what we have despite having to settle or not. Exactly. And I said that earlier, right, about mm-hmm. the um, settling thing because as I said, when someone uses it in a negative connotation, mm-hmm. it's only because they're trying to protect their own insecurity about the current situation of things. Mm-hmm. Right? So mm-hmm. that whole negative connotation really doesn't have anything to do with the person being talked um, or shamed about. about it doesn't reduce your value as Shawa said yes. earlier there are people that love exactly how you you look mm-hmm. um, in a difference it's not about your value on the market it's about their own insecurity about not getting exactly they want Perfect. right so it's a little bit different so a lot of times people internalize how the other person feels about them but a lot of times it's about how they actually feel about themselves that they are reflecting right uh, on you and uh, okay we're going to stop here it seems that this is actually getting longer than i thought it would be so this is going to be the second part of the negative and we're going to stop here for now thanks everyone for listening we're going to get a third part of the negatives of um, social media and um, also still to come is the positive impacts of social media which i hope will be the fourth part um, of this episode guys have a good day everyone